Jackson. I'm Amy Wood. This is Paid Programming, the podcast where we chirp brands doing edutainment, infotainment, content, activations, anything that a brand is doing, we're here to goof on it. And if they did it good, we'll congratulate them. We're not above congratulating them. It just hasn't happened yet. We're not. Um, and we, we may work a goof in even if we are congratulating someone. Um, so as we mentioned last episode, it's kind of a slow season right now, but a lot of cool things have happened in the last little bit that we can comment on. And first and foremost, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm going to watch in real time here the new Spike Jones Apple commercial. Um, who is it? It's, it's, it stars FKA Twigs, and it has a new song by somebody, right? Oh, Anderson Pack. So some heavy hitters already. So let's uh, let's. Commentary, live commentary. Excuse me. Sorry, excuse me. Sorry. Does she act in other stuff or is this like. I don't know that I've seen her in anything. I can't tell if I have. Hey Siri, play me something I'd like. Okay. Wow. So it's it's I guess she's kind of doing like a take on Michelle Pfeiffer in Batman Returns, where she's just a spinster by herself. Yeah. What does the neon sign say? <laughs> uh, it, it says, "Hello, hello something." But then when she smashes it, it says, "Hell, hell something." Uh, classic Spike Jones goof. Do you have a favorite Spike Jones commercial? Do you know Spike Jones commercials off the top of your head? No. There's a couple that I really like. There's the the one Adidas one that has the the song that Karen O sang, and it was like walking up and down the walls. Oh yeah, okay, I remember that one. That was a good a good one. And then he did a commercial for like a specific gap location in Los Angeles that was going through renovations and it's just a bunch of people destroying the gap and it's maybe my favorite commercial that sounds great yeah we can maybe watch that after we really need to stress this episode out anyway what so. do you think about these visual effects they're fine I'm not it takes a lot for me to be dazzled by anything it just looks like some it just looks like somebody's doing a pull on Spike Jones stuff basically <laughs> She's great. I'm a ride it to the soul. I'm a ride it to the soul. But also like Yeah, this is neat. But like this has All we're all basically basically this is just a commercial for a Bluetooth speaker. Yeah, it's like, weird. Cuz the whole point is just like Play me something I'd like, which is like fucked anyway. Like I don't use Siri that way. Siri doesn't know anything about me. No, if Siri knew me like that, I would be scared. Siri also like I don't even think it has access to my music library. There's like I'm old, right? So I like copy songs to my phone still. 
This is so Siri wrote this song. She's yeah. writing this well, for FK Twigs right Plenty now. Let me something I like. Wow, I really like this song that was written specifically for this commercial. It's important that we make the best of short time. I'm gonna go on a limb and say I kind of don't like or care about this. And it's certainly not selling me a home pod. my least favorite Spike Jones commercial, I think. Because he's done so many cool commercials. Do you, ever, do you remember the one where, um, I forget, he put like a skateboarder in it too, but it's like, it was an old, um, I think it was, it was like a car commercial where the guy is on the, is, he's going down a hill in San Francisco on a, on a recliner with his dog. Oh yeah I, yeah, I kind of remember it. Yeah, that was a cute commercial. I mean, I think this is really creative. Um, See, it's, I, it's don't, I don't find it creative. I, I think that the, the visual effects, the stretching the room was really creative. I think like dancing in a commercial, I think given it's unlucky that he kind of released it like the same week Taylor Swift released a dancing music video, which was sort of chirped for being a ripoff of that like crazy Kenzo um, yeah, okay. video. Um, did Spike Jones direct that? Who did that one? Uh, let's find out. Yeah, Spike Jones. There yeah. we go. So this so isn't even like his first dancing commercial. No, I mean, obviously, like the iconic Spike Jones dancing thing is Chris Walken. Yeah. In the uh, FB Slim. Yeah. Facebook Slim. Yeah, and the Kenzo commercial was sort of I feel a little bit of a reference to that. Just the like through the stairwell, and I don't know. The, it, it's fine. It's good. I I don't think it's like it's just it's a it, it's a new riff on a Spike Jones classic. Yeah, it feels like somebody doing like a v an impression of Spike Jones. Yeah, like okay. it feels like a twenty year old who's like I really like Spike Jones, and it's like, yeah, that like if 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 I found out that that HomePod commercial was like done internally by like some kid, I'd be like, wow, this kid's great, and he's got a future. Yeah, seeing that as Spike Jones's current future, <laughs> I was right. like, eh. Like, it's fine. I don't think it's bad, necessarily, but, like, I guess my expectations are very high for a Spike Jones commercial. Yeah, I think our expectations, like, really trump the, like, what's even feasible in, like, the human mind, you know? Could be. Could be. Um, uh, yeah, but, I mean, it's great. Like, FKA Twigs, very delightful. Get great dancer. Anderson Pack's great. But get I don't think that's his, like, best song, and it's not no. even, like, a really good commercial song. Um, and also, hey, it's just a smidge too long. Uh, get it down to 30 seconds. Oh, I'm um, sure there's a. I'm sure there's going to be a, a pre-roll version of that that we'll see at some point in our lives. I don't have, you know, I have the attention span of my. No, dog. I got real tired of that real quick. <laughs> what else do we want to talk about today? Well, Amy, I feel like okay. So <laughs> we got dancing. Oh, also just like the HomePod. Um, the HomePod is just their version of Alexa, right? That could have been a commercial for any pro product. That's could have been a challenge. Beats, could have been a Beats by Dre Bluetooth. But no, commercial. it could have been an i. It could have been oh, an Apple, like any Apple product, right. could have been sold to me. And I, I guess Beats by Dre is technically an Apple product. Yeah, yeah, so not, right. Yeah. But I just mean like I don't even know that it was like that clear. Like I don't even know that it was clearly an audio product. Anyway, all I'm saying is it I was mean, just like a cool music video for like any product. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, and it, I don't know. It was fine. Uh, okay. a, a solid seven and a half. Okay, spike. seven and a half. Um, you've you've always been very nice to me the few times I've met you. So seven and a half. Okay, well, humble brag, but okay. When I say meet, I mean uh, I went to a Q and A. Yeah. And I also saw him across the room once and went, boy, it would be cool if I was the kind of person who had the confidence to go meet Spike Jones. Yeah. And and are you that person? I am not. Okay, good to know. But I've been Spike adjacent. Ah, that's good. Huge. 
So maybe I've got some mind-blowing font news for you. Honestly, lay it on me. I love font news. Uh, Netflix is tired of paying for fonts. So they just went ahead and they got uh, Noah Nathan, who's a designer I'm not familiar with, to just freaking design a font called Netflix Sans. And now instead of that cool Stranger Things font or the House of Cards font or Ozark font, it's all going to be Netflix Sans. So All right. everything's just getting further homogenized, baby. I mean, the thing about the Netflix like interface anyway is that it's not as if you're looking at a panel of the original, you know, movie titles and images. They yeah. rear they take a lot of editor editorial liberties trying to surface the things that they think you'll click on. Mostly and I'm just playing the game of like how long until the trailer starts playing. I've How much can I read before yeah. the pre-roll starts playing? Always trying to beat the pre-roll. Um, and, uh, you know, at this point, they don't even necessarily show you, like, the characters in the movie on the po- movie posters. Or they show you, like, I've, I've in some cases seen, like, fully, like, tertiary characters. No, exactly. Thing, and I'm like, those, neither of those are the star of this movie. <laughs> no. That's not Bruce Willis and... No, you're like, wait, Carrie Mulligan is in Along Came Polly? That's news to me. Why yeah. is her face on the cover of this? Philip Seymour Hoffman and Carrie Mulligan, Along Came Polly. <laughs> R.I.P. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Um, but yeah, no, I just... That's also a good movie. Gr- great. I love I love the Along Came Polly that we just wrote in our head. I like regular Along Came Polly. Oh, okay, I'm yeah. fine for regular Along Came Polly. I'm, I'm, as, far as, uh, uh, as far as rom-coms go... Yeah, so it's in the it's in the middle. It's not the worst Sandler movie. Like it's in the Stiller. top. It's like, uh, sorry, Stiller movie. It's in the top like, ten percentile. Yeah, I was gonna say that. firmly, firmly the the top of the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So whatever. This font's great. I don't know how it's gonna make everything look kind of strange, but they're using like, a lot of different styles of it. Like they're doing this like knockout version. Ooh, they got, yeah. They've got black. They yeah. got sans bold. They yeah. got sans medium. Regular. Light. Yeah. I don't know. They're flexing all of the different weights. <laughs> well, I'm just happy that they're going to be saving millions of dollars, not licensing fonts, because that money is going to go right back into our pockets as consumers. Yeah. And I mean, it's going to hopefully go into the pockets of like content creators, maybe, or like movie studios. Mm-mm, that doesn't sound like Netflix. <laughs> I, I hope that it'll like increase, you know, the like amount of stuff they're able to churn out because they won't have that like all those licensing fees to deal with trying to get you know gotham whatever i don't know listen i'm i'm not mad about it i feel like i like this is controversial but i don't hate it wow i don't know yeah, i don't like, hate it either it's not it's too mild to hate it's just like it's just like it's one of those things where it's like you know when people are like, I can't believe they changed that. And it's like, yeah, they just changed it because they didn't want to license the font anymore. That's, yeah. that's always the reason. Because was it – maybe this isn't true, but I'm, I'm going to make it up now. Remember when everybody freaked out about Gap changing their font like eight years ago? Yeah, the, they they went to the lowercase yeah. curly font. Yeah. Do you think – I'm sure they internally own the original Gap font, but maybe they don't. Oh, yeah. I don't even know if that's a font. That just feels like someone like kind of created it for them. I feel like they were just really trying to reinvent themselves and then it was it was bad. It was bad. Well, it had that weird gradient like square in it too, right? Wasn't yeah. that a thing? I don't know. That was a that was a weird time. That was a weird time in fashion. It was a weird time in fa- fashion. I agree with you. Oh, yeah, right. And people it was 2010 and people just Oh, yeah, right. That that is a terrible look. Oh, and the little square in the corner. Yeah. Particularly bad. Particularly Ugh. bad. 
moving right along. It's though. so bad. Oh my um, god, I forgot how bad it was until I started looking at it. Now it's particularly it. bad. It like it, that's one of those things where the internet was like fully right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, roast them. <laughs> yeah, that was like that was good internet. Remember remember when the internet used to be good? Yeah. That was nice. Yeah. Good times. Um so as is my uh want, uh I've got some fast food news. What's new in fast food? Oh, I like that. Let's I don't know. I'm gonna a, throw a beat under that. Yeah, I'm gonna workshop like because it's, it's. I feel like it's clear that we're always gonna have a fast food headline to deal with. So well, they're the brands who are doing it the most. Yeah, they really, <laughs> they really are doing the most. Um, Wendy's, uh, who you may be familiar uh, as a popular Twitter account, is also a fast food restaurant, and they have just launched a new mixtape called We Beefin'. Some of the song titles include Twitter Fingers, Rest in Grease, and uh, Four for $4. Oddly enough, they put the dollar sign after the four instead of before it. So it looks like Four for Force. That's. Shall we listen to I don't Rest in Grease? I'm stressed out, but yes, we should. Stressed in Grease. <laughs> You gon' get that work. <laughs> Red hair with some pigtails, better check the score of these mill sale. Now that's better. I'm so cl- All right. Well, that's enough of that. That baconade or something, something. Yeah. Spicy. Well, this is uh, so. Is it, it really supposed is, to be so Wendy rapping? Oh, I don't. I haven't read the mission statement of the okay, mixtape. Okay, no, it's fine. I think you. I, I feel like we, um, it's not I've, worth it. It seems like they did. If um, and if you guys remember way back 2016. Uh, this is not even the first brand rap mixtape that's come out. Uh, Hamburger Helper uh, put out Watch the Stove, yeah, <laughs> which was actually kind of fire. And I remember genuinely liking it and uh, playing like a DJ and I play I've, I have played some of the Hamburger Helper mixtape out. And the response is generally quite favorable. Wow. I really like the idea of playing like a ground beef um, like rap anthem in the club in the club. Um, I don't think I mean I don't know. Like on first impression, this really sucks. This, this is not good. I will say the hamburger helper tape. Can we, can I hear one more time? we can we can we can hear. I just uh, want to know if there's like multi-tonal. This is four for four dollars. <laughs> Four for four, that like the best. Four for four, forget the rest. Four for four. I don't know. I'm so. So confused. I mean, shout. It's cool that they they uh, uh, a female rapper whose name I don't have in front of me got a check from Wendy's for this. So shout out her. Um, you will remain nameless uh, for the immediate future. We're gonna call you Wendy. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, like again, I'm happy. Like presumably, some young SoundCloud rappers got a nice check out of this. Uh, and are like not updating this on their resumes, but yeah, it's like, what does this do for Wendy's other than generate a few headlines over the weekend? And like, what is what is this? Well, that's the thing. Like, I, like w- ba- good or bad, they make a headline, and it's like clowning them for something kind of inconsequential, like a mixtape. Like they were in. They were also in the news this week because, like, their women farm workers um, in, like, the Wendy system were protesting, like, their treatment of their employees. Um, And lots of celebrities were, like, calling out Wendy's for their lack of support for the cause. So, like, there are legitimate, like, 
like capitalism reasons why they want to bury that shit in dumb stuff like this. And if AV Club is focusing on the mixtape and not like their horrible labor practices, that's even if they hate the mixtape, it's still kind of a win for Wendy's. Sure. I mean, I I don't I mean, AV Club is typically entertainment news. So like. Yeah, I'm I just I'm just saying but, like but that. I hear you. No, it's, I, I, it's on Google. And I didn't people, hear about it until you told me. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. So like that's the thing. I feel like they they they're working to bury some stuff right now. Um, so do you think they just had this in their pocket and they were like, oh shit, let's get ahead of the story? Yeah, and they drop knew when to mixtape. They knew when to leak it. I think so. I feel like this doesn't feel fresh. I'm sure they started like they got in the studio the minute the hamburger helper tape dropped in t- t- 2016. And they've just been sitting on this hot fire. <laughs> yeah, because none of it is, uh, it's all just generic songs about fast food and Twitter. Yeah. Which is like. <sighs> you know, two of my favorite topics is just that they don't, you know, I Somet- didn't ask Sometimes for this. two things you like put together does not equal a good thing. It's like, it's like grease and water, you know? Yeah, I have a big glass of grease and water every morning. <laughs> and they don't mix. You no. can try. Rest in grease. <laughs> exactly. Great. Um, so, yeah, that that's what's going on in the world of fast food at the moment. Um, and uh, our big our big story <laughs> today, uh, <laughs> South by Southwest just happened. You may remember that uh, we mentioned South by Southwest on the last episode because of uh, Rotten Tomatoes for debuting their new logo at South by. But we've got some information on some of the big activations, some of the the stinkers and the non-stinkers. Yeah. Um, why don't you uh, you had something that you wanted to speak on? Well, I mean, South by Southwest West is like, you know, a music festival, and then as like every music festival becomes sort of bloated with like other things. Have you ever been? I've never been. No, my husband goes every year, and brag so yeah, as a husband. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, those uh, brag on me. <laughs> yeah, someone maintain a functioning <laughs> relationship. <laughs> yeah, my husband um, goes H to band s- <laughs> to South by. Um, and South by. But he, uh, but it's like for the he's in the music industry. It's like for the music, but you know the brands are coming, and in fact, I feel like the brands like this this week or this past week when it was happening, like a lot of influ- like there were just a lot of influencers there where I was like you're not you're just covering the brand activations this is really strange um so there were lots um some good and some bad I think one thing that was kind of interesting was like a lot of entertainment brands were trying to trying to get in uh get up in South by yeah Ready Player One had a big VR thing and they screened the movie uh Ready Player One is the new Steven Spielberg movie based on the novel by Ernest Klein that uh is a terrible book uh, that's probably going to be a terrible movie. Uh, don't at me. <laughs> um, but uh, everybody seemed to have an okay time <laughs> when they saw it. Um, d- please don't at Adam. Um, the Handmaid's Tale, uh, you know, this series based on this book, um, The H- Hulu had, like, Handmaids all over South by Southwest, which is, like, kind of creepy because, like, that's you know they have the like red gowns and the white hats it's like very dystopian yeah i I haven't watched the show but i know the gist of it and it doesn't seem like something you want to be like actively reminding people about on the streets well and also it's just like i don't know what you're i guess you're just supposed to instagram it when you see them yeah yeah hashtag handmade i don't know um but like it's 
not a protest. Like, they're not there. I don't know. It's just like a brand activation. You just be like, oh, you're a promo model. You're just we- you're just wearing, mm-hmm. you know, instead of instead you of may giving as well me be wearing like bikinis and like yeah, like, yeah, check out the Monster Energy drink. But it's just it's the same exact thing, just executed slightly differently. It's, yeah. Um, any like were there co- oh, one thing that ki- my husband <laughs> um, told me about was this this uh, pr- campaign I guess it's called um, I'm an indie it's the indie party and it's it's an organ a coalition basically trying to like instate like non two party um, political system in the U S so they took over like an entire city block of Austin during the festival and um for all reports ev- it was just fully empty cuz i think it was just like a little bit too highfalutin like people well, were there to party is, and it just feels like oh this block isn't open okay i'll go <laughs> around it yeah it, yeah exactly so i don't really i don't know i tried to read their like manifesto and it really went over my head but uh, all the power to them um swing and a miss oh the last one that i wanted to, that i wanted to mention at south by southwest um simmons beauty rest is it simmons beauty rest beauty rest is it just beauty rest these you know these mattresses what these mattresses people you what's the deal with mattresses they're you sleep on them you get a promo code from a podcast not from our podcast not yet, yet. this is not sponsored by a podcast anyway i don't know it's so it's like a, a there's so many experiential marketing things for mattresses lately, and I don't know how many mattresses <laughs> these companies think we buy, like how frequently they think we're mattress shopping. It's not an impulse buy. It's I, like a 15-year purchase. Yeah, it, like the only thing I can think of is like them trying to get like kids on their way to college. Yeah. But like even that is like – like no, one <laughs> no one's going to be like, oh, I tried this mattress at South by Southwest and I got to buy it. Um. Yeah. Exactly. Well. You know. Maybe people did. I don't know. Anyway. A Max Richter, the like German composer, like he's like very, very ex- experimental composer. Um, made like an eight-hour installation. Um, with Be- beauty rest where people could like sleep on these mattresses and listen to his. his it was like, one hundred and fifty beds, I think. Yeah. It in, was like a huge like space that whatever size space hits one hundred and fifty beds. I mean, that's a hot ticket. I um, I like I. You know what? I I applaud it. I applaud it. I don't want to crap all over it, but it's weird. And I feel it's a weird choice for Max Richter. It's like a real left turn. Well, again, it's like I said about the Wendy's thing. It's like sometimes just doing things for the sake of doing things doesn't really do anything for your brand. Yeah. Like if I'm buying a mattress, I'm probably going to buy an Andy mattress because I know that I can save $100 on it. Right. Um. I mean, unless you had really the best eight-hour sleep of your life at South by Southwest with, like, Did they let you sleep for a full eight hours? Could yeah. You go and, like, could you go and, like, post I, up? I don't know. It's, like, 150 strangers all around you on these mattresses. Like, I don't even care how comfortable that mattress is. Like, no. if I'm in a mattress store and, like, there's a salesperson near me, I'm not even really comfortable on that mattress. So this doesn't feel like my dream scenario, but I don't know. You know, good try. Um, good try. Warner Brothers, uh, just coming off of uh, the lowest grossing movie in the DC universe, uh, had a big geek activation where they let everybody sit in Batmobiles and all this shit. But again, it's like nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody's like it's fine to sit in a Batmobile, but like 
don't think anyone wants to sit in the Batmobile after Batman. It's also the Batmobile from like they had the Bat. They have Christian Bale's and they have Val Kilmer's. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, I was just gonna be like, if it's like Ben Affleck's Batmobile, yeah. he like farted all yeah, over the Batmobile. It's just all of a sudden like Ed Hardy paint job, like his actual yeah. back. Yeah, exactly. Like it's just like his like the weird imprint of his back tattoo is yeah. all over that thing. Um, yeah, I think I think that DC like Batman franchise still stinks of Batman versus Superman and and any Bat- Ben Affleck dealings. So I don't think people like yeah, are no. like cuckoo about the Batman. No, right I think now. I think it was like it. It's just it, it. It was again swing and a miss. Like yeah, I guess people like sitting in a Batmobile, but again, what are you getting out of that other than it's the exact same thing as sitting in the DeLorean at the Ready Player One activation. It's yeah, literally no. exactly the same thing. Yeah. But I guess the one that seems like it was really cool was the Westworld uh, activation, where I guess they literally took you outside to an unknown uh, outside of Austin to an unknown location, and they straight up created the town of Sweetwater with actors pretending to be robots, pretending to be people. And that's pretty cool. Apparently it was pretty wild. And uh, yeah, I don't I know. I guess there was a whorehouse and people thought that felt kind of gross, which, yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. Um, But also, is that more or less weird than dr- dressed up as a handmaid walking around? Yeah. I mean, I like wasn't. I don't even want to ask. It, was, it wasn't active, right? Like it was no, just no, no, sort of like there, the it wasn't, set of It wasn't like, like they drove you to like <laughs> well, international I mean, waters. Well, and that's they were the like, thing. Like the thing about Westworld is like so much uh, of it is like wrapped up in what you can get away I with. I think there so. were probably that. That is at least like a cool thing, and also like it helps that the concept lends itself to that. You know what I mean? Like it being in a show that's based on an amusement park and blah blah blah. So it's like they could just be like, "Yeah, we're doing it," but. Yeah, this sounds like it was pretty cool, and everyone seems to. For everything I've read has said that was like the the peak of the of the brand activations at South by. Well, there you go. Westworld happened. I mean, Westworld to me is like Burning Man. You know, like it's just really lawless, and like only very rich people can go to it now. Um, you talking about South by or you're talking about Westworld? No, I'm talking about. Well, I'm talking about like a, a, a link between like wh- who I perceive would have gone to like a Burning Man and who goes to Westworld in the, in the show. Oof. And they're like expensive. I wonder what Burning Man's like in that future. Well, <laughs> I mean, is it just Burning all year round and you just live in Burning Man? No, I just mean like if you go to Burning Man now, it's like people who have a lot of money and can go blow it for a, a week. Oh it's yeah, like it's all like it's all CEOs who are like who are like, oh. I love just unwinding. Yeah, exactly. So people who are getting in touch with their like inner id for like one week, it's the same t- to me. The premise is the same as Westworld. South by Southwest, I feel at least from what I've heard, is increasingly like that. Like it's. I feel so like it's been like that, been going that direction for a while. Yeah, well, th- with once you have brands, um, you know, I feel like there's just a real increase in like you know the money and the the um yeah the techs like the tech people coming in. Elon Musk like having a like weird thing at South by Southwest oh, yeah. where there used to just be like taco trucks and like you know like little bands. indie bands. Yeah, now it's I couldn't like, tell you one band that performed. Now it's like we. I have couldn't f- tell you who the band was like. The big breakout band at no. South by Southwest was the Westworld brand act. No, exactly. Like flying cars are now the thing, you know. So um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I'm not really surprised, but I don't think I would like want to like willingly get on a bus for a Westworld brand activation. Like, I don't think I'd want to sit on that bus. Like, as a woman, I think I'd be. No, like, I was no, going to say. Who I was are say you? It's definitely, um, <laughs> definitely geared more towards the uh, whatever chromosome guys have. Yeah, X? the bad Why? one. I don't know. Um, I'll, I'll agree, the bad one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just don't like cowboy hats. I find them pretentious. Is that what the happens in Westworld? It's a cowboy themed thing. Yeah, right. So you presumably, you have to. Yeah. Wear um, I would go in. I like. I think because you can like reinvent yourself and you can go in as any character. Like I would. I would embrace that. I feel like I would just go like full steampunk. <laughs> full steampunk. So are you sure you're not going up <laughs> yeah. Burning Man? Because that seems like that would fit more there. <laughs> no, I think I'd want to wear like a weird like old timey hat and like some weird like goggles and like a. a, a like a watch that's like a sundial. Yeah, totally. And like, like weird flappy boots and like a long trench coat. I think I could. I think I could rock with shorts. it. Shorts. Yeah, with leather shorts. Yeah. Pants soup, ladies and gentlemen. Um. So listen, this is our podcast. Sorry about it. No, this is. I'm not. You but guys. You guys. I guarantee you. You guys got at least three solid laughs out of this. And also, you learned a lot about what the, about what the brands are up to. Please, um, if you see anything crazy on the internet that brands are doing, email us at paidprogrammingpodcast at gmail dot com, and maybe it'll get on the show. Yeah, and if it doesn't get on, or maybe it would have gotten on the show anyway, and we don't have to credit you. Well, whatever. <laughs> but, I don't know. But please do it. I'm not please that worried about that. <laughs> please do it. Uh, we love. Also, like the idea of receiving an email from a stranger is just so quaint. Yeah, despite all of the appearances, we're pretty nice, and we would love to hear from you. Um, please also subscribe to us. It really helps us um, on and, uh, iTunes and rate us five stars because I think that's the only thing that people pay attention to. And because we no longer exist on a spectrum, it's either five yeah. stars or one star. So give us five stars, please. Yeah, and if you don't have anything to say about the podcast, you can like re- review the Westworld brand activation. But just but just use just give us five stars. Watch season one of Westworld, and uh, spoiler alert: Jimmy Simpson is Ed Harris. Wow, that was rude to do that. <laughs> Listen, the show's been out a year. If you haven't okay. seen it by now. Wow. Also, Rosebud is a sled. <laughs> uh, uh, Tyler Durden is uh, the narrator. Oh my God! Can you stop? I'm you're spoiling everything. Like, don't tell me what happens in Jerry Maguire, or I'm gonna flip out. Don't uh, tell me what happens in Forrest Gump either. These are cultural pop culture blind spots. For Have me. you ever read the book Forrest Gump? I guess not. If you haven't seen the movie, no, I didn't even know there was a book. In the book, he uh, goes to space. No. He uh, crash lands from space on an island full of Amazonian women and then (laughs) has to play chess with the leader every night. And in the book, he's also like a mathematical genius, which is why he went to space, because he went as the backup backup computer. So he has to play chess with this guy every night. And all the stuff that happens with Lieutenant Dan in the movie happens with a monkey. The same monkey he went to space but with. But you're describing this to me, and I just said I'd never seen the movie. Well, like, is, I, I'm, I barely also, I'm also even talking to our audience, no, no, who but presumably have seen Forrest Gump. No, they haven't. Like, guys, you haven't seen Forrest Gump, right? Like, no one has seen that movie. My grandfather <laughs> took me to see it in the theater. Anyway, I, you're, that went over my head. Well, I'm sorry about all the spoilers. Um, yeah, spoilers for Forrest Gump the book <laughs> by Winston Groom. This episode has been brought to you by Winston Groom's Forrest Gump. It's not a novelization. <laughs> Evidently not. Um, I've been Amy Wood. And I'll continue to be Adam Jackson. And um, this is Paid Programming. We'll see you next time. Thanks, guys. Bye.